Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Shane Whalen is about to come on and talk about how to make it through the fire and win. This guy has been through some stuff, some challenges, some obstacles, uh, and also been really successful in his uh, business, in his industry. So definitely stick around because it's going to be a great interview. Before that, though, I want to talk to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self. However I can support you, let's explore, let's discover, okay? Number one, if it's coming on the marathon as a guest, would love to support you with that, see if that's a good fit. Number two, if it's launching your own podcast, getting your message out to the world, would love to explore that, see if that's a good fit. Number three, if it's going to a retreat, a freaking luxury, exotic destination retreat in Bali this November, would love to explore that this flow and fire retreat. Anyway, anything that sounds interesting, fun, exciting, that calls you, that feels like a heck yes, let's explore it. You can email me, chris at beyourgps.com, Instagram at I am millionaire Chris, and facebook.com forward slash th3 burns. I want to talk to you and see what you're up to, how you're becoming your greatest possible self, and how we can grow together. Amen. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. This week it's by Ari. Ari says, Chris's energy to help others become their greatest possible self is really empowering. You can feel how he's being honest, laid back, and genuinely wants to help listeners get the best out of each episode. 100% Ari. Yes, yes, yes. And if you want to give us a review and a chance to get shouted out on a future marathon, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the iTunes store and you can find us there. I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's keep growing into our GPS together. I'm going to introduce Shane in just a minute here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. The wisdom this guy is going to share is freaking profound and I'm sure that you could go off and teach your tribe and, and just like create content based on the things that we talk about. It's going to be out there. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be mind-boggling. But definitely stay tuned because it's powerful. And these are some of the lessons of entrepreneurship that happen along the way. So let's introduce Shane. We'll bring him on. Shane Whalen owns a service business called Pet Containment and a software business called Pet Bitter. He has always had a deep drive to learn and has a genuine curiosity about interesting things and interesting people. Through his unique trials and tribulations, Shane knows how to dig deep into the pain and come out on the other side. And he's here today to show you how to do the same. And we're blessed to have Shane with us. Shane, are you ready to rock the house, my man? Let's do it. Boom, we're doing it. We're now live on Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I've been waiting for this moment all day, Shane. My goodness gracious. Let's dive into the theme of today, okay? It's dream destinations. What does that mean to you, Shane? Dream destinations for me? Yep. Gosh, man. Um, I think for me, and I think it's different for everybody, but for me, just having freedom. You know, time freedom uh, and, you know, maybe that could be financial freedom as well, uh, location freedom, but just not being a slave to my business. You know, mm. um, that's probably the biggest thing, having the freedom to to go out and be creative and and to explore and, and give back, yeah. you know. Mm. 
man, sounds like it sounds like you just got this beautiful picture of life and how it works, like spiritually healthy, holistic. You're out to be a good human being, man. I love it. And I know in our conversations, I uh, really heard some evidence of that through some trials and tribulations that you've been through. Before we go into that, though, I want to tell our audience a little bit more about uh, Pet Bitter and the, the pet containment industry that you're in. Tell us a little bit more about that and how you serve your clients, man. Yeah, so uh, my service business, uh, we install invisible fences for dogs. Um, and then my, my software business, it's an app called Pet Bitter. It's a sales and bidding tool for, for pet professionals. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, any business knows that, you you know, cash is the fuel in your gas tank, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got to find ways to drive revenue. And so Pet Bitter is the ultimate revenue driving system for, for pet service companies. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. Dude, you're, you're super concise, man. I know it's taken some practice for you to get to this level of communication. It's had to, man. So we're going to go back into that journey and talk about what was your entrepreneurial journey like, man? Where did it all begin for you, Shane? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, for me, when I got out of uh, college, you know, I think that whole span there for a young adult when all of a sudden you're an adult mm-hmm. is so difficult because all of a sudden you are in the real world. And for me, I got out of school and, uh, you know, my friends were gone and all of a sudden it's like, all right, it's time to do it. And my whole life, I, I had thrown myself into things, you know, in sports and music and all my interests that I, I was into. And I just didn't know what to do. You know, I, I, I worked odd jobs. I, I did landscaping. You know, I knew how to work really hard. But I remember when I, when I first started my business, and I remember those 10 and 12 hour days of passing out flyers. And even though it just sucked, like it was terrible, I was like, this is it. All of a sudden, my whole, uh, I knew that everything was all of a sudden dependent upon me. And I just felt free. Mm. Like I, I had discovered it like in an instant. And even though like I just had endless long days of nothing, meaning like just drudgery, and, and trying to drum up work, I just felt, I felt enlightened in a way, you know? And so, you know, that, that first couple of months we did, or we, I did, you know, a couple thousand in revenue, just driving around in my pickup truck with my shovel and, <laughs> you know, so, so it, glamorous, man, you make it sexy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and in Michigan, you know, you might, you have three or four months off, you know, cause it's, it's winter and, Michigan, you never know. It might be two months. It might be four months. And so, um, you know, for any business owner, anytime you can create space to like, just focus on from a bird's eye view, like uh, creating those systems and processes, that's when you like really start to grow. Mm. So those, that first winter off, like that's when I, I got a website, started marketing that website. I uh, started, you know, going deep into referral groups, started building relationships mm-hmm. and, you know, got, got some right business advice that I just dove deep on. And then that spring, you know, things just took off mm-hmm. and, um, it, you know, I, I paid off all my student loans, all my business loans. And, and like, I was doing it, like I was on fire. Like I couldn't believe that, like after all that drudgery, like I, I had financial freedom I was exhausted from all the work, yeah. but you know, I had, I had money. I, I, and it was awesome, you know? And by the end of that year, um, you know, I was, I was excited for the future when winter hit the following year, but what happens, uh, it, and what I found out was that 
the invisible fence world is really unique from the standpoint of it's a one-time service, right? Mm. You're making a majority of your money when you install that fence for that one person. You might do like a service call down the road or a battery plan or something, but you're really making a majority of your money on that one job. Mm. And so for someone to come out of nowhere like that and make like a big dent in a, a tiny niche market, you know, there was like a ripple effect. And all of a sudden that following spring, like things went from being like really awesome to like not so awesome. All of a sudden I had people just being like really weird and nasty with me. I remember at the beginning of the spring doing a job for a guy and he said to me and I got done working, he goes, Hey, just so you know, there's, there's rumors going around about you. I'm like that's that's weird. Like, but things just got crazy. I had a competitor write a bad review. I would have a legitimately good conversation like you and me are having right now. We'd schedule a job and then 30 minutes later we'd be like, Shane, we don't want to work with you anymore. And then just hang up. And that would just happen on a daily basis. And and no one could no one can help me. It, you know, even if somebody wanted to help me, they they couldn't. Do, do you know what I mean? Like can't be with me all day and you get off a, a bad phone call and they're like, you okay? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and it just, it just got to be like ridiculous. Mm. And some of the stories were just so insane that they're not, they're not believable. They're, they're so low level that it's like, it's just so silly, but um, it became like this daily battle mm. like for, to just, survive you know and and so when you get you know that's life that's my business that's my money that's my livelihood and it gets to be like a little intense and so I just had to do a daily battle for like my mind and for my heart you know what I mean because when you feel that much negativity on a daily basis it starts to like wear on you you know and and, you know, some people are are either just gullible or bored or just want to perpetuate a moment, you know, where they, they hear stuff from competitors and then they just want to call or or invite you out to their home and just be like weird, you know, and kind of aggressive. And and so it, it starts to wear on you. You start to wonder, like, maybe I did do this. Maybe I am this person and I I don't know it. And, um, you know, going through that. And making the decision to like look inward on a daily basis. Mm. Um, I, you know, I, I, I made the decision, like I am just going to dig deep. I batten down the hatches and just woke up every day and went for it. And on top of like dealing with all the negativity, like I'm dealing with all the struggles of a growing small business. Right. Owner. You know, you're working in the field and all of a sudden a phone rings. It's a new lead. I got to, I got to sprint to the van, sh shut the door because the trench is running and have a phone call. You know, so she doesn't hear the trench running. I'm like tripping over stuff. And I'm like, <clears throat> pet containment, how can I help? You know, and so, you know, going through the growth pains of a small business owner on top of dealing with all this riffraff, yeah. you know, was, oh man, it was so difficult. But man, I, I hit a point where it was like, you know, this is, this is your, your proving grounds, you know, mm. what can you learn here? You know, what test is this? And, um, yeah, you know, and I think going, making that decision to look inward, you know, I, I learned to master my emotions yeah. you know, when people are being that aggressively rude to you, 
and that nasty, like it'll make you mad. Mm. You know, not only are they just wrong, you can't even believe how gullible people are and how silly. Um, I learned how to be really resourceful. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I would find a good little piece of business information and just dive deep on it. You know, I, I became the customer service and referral king. Mm-hmm. Every single job I was at, you know, it was perfect. I was the coolest, funniest, you know, it, everything about it was perfect. Um, and, and then learning to give people grace, you know, um, the people who were so weird and, and nasty, you know, they only knew the things they heard. Um, and so to, to be able to sit in the moment with them, kind of take right on the chin, the things they were saying to me and just slowly turn it around so that they could see things for exactly what they were. Mm. You know, we'd still end up doing work and we'd end up becoming friends and they'd start referring us, you know? Um, So those are the, some, some of the lessons I learned in that, in that second year. So powerful. Okay. There's so much gold to be mined in there. Um, In the beginning, what, like what, process did you go through what's like something practical people can go through maybe they're not getting you know like slandered and stuff like that by their competition but they're going through difficult times and they want to strengthen their mindset their resilience and their grit grit what what was that process of going inward what what did you actually do physically in reality physically in reality you know just making the decision to just keep moving forward. People want to look outward, you know, for, for self-help books and, and coaches. And, you know, they want to talk, they want to blame someone or something else for Mm. whatever is happening, good or bad, but whatever happens happens. And you need to accept that and, and just keep moving forward and, and keep, you say physically, um, yeah, I mean, just keep waking up, keep doing. No one's going to stop you from from walking out the door and, and picking up the phone, you know. Um, but sorry, I thought you were going to say something. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm. If what I'm hearing is correct, it's like the discipline to follow through on what you said you were going to do. Like whatever it is, regardless of what comes comes up, be resourceful, be disciplined, be consistent, and follow through on that. And that comes from a decision that you made every single day saying, Hey, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to keep moving forward. Yeah. It, you know, and just, and go, when you start to feel that pain and you, you start to just embrace that pain, you start to look forward to that. You know, for me, it was this verbal jujitsu that I had yeah. to do with every day. Yeah. And just some of the things people would bring up would be so far left field that it was like, you know, and I just made it my mission that I wasn't going to talk about other people in my market. I wasn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even want to think about them. Mm. I was just so focused on, on going in every day and, and digging deep that when you make that decision to be self-reliant and you make it out on the other side, when you've been through something real, it's so empowering because for me, I just got an education and an experience that I couldn't have bought. Yeah. I couldn't have paid for. And all that pain and, and all that uh, suffering is a good thing. Pain's a good thing. And you're going you're gonna to go through all those little steps that's going to sharpen you and hone you so that you, you create power in yourself. What do you think most people are messing up in terms of their internal fortitude or 
achieving the success that they set out to achieve? I, I think there's so much content out there. There's so much information on the internet and it's all good and well. In reality, I think you know what you need to do mm. and to just not, not blame this person, not talk about that person. Just look inward and just do it. Just move forward. You know, yeah. uh, we, we, we so want to look for like a, a comfort, you know, we so want to look for something that will ease the pain a little bit or whatever, but to sit in that pain and just feel it mm. and go, okay, this isn't so bad. And all of a sudden, you know, why, why are you so relevant to the other people? Why are you so on their radar? And you realize that you're, you're focused on the end goal. They're not, they're focused on you. And I think that was a big epiphany for me. That's powerful. powerful. So it's like really um, when people put the external comfort, the external proving that I'm worth it or uh, I need some kind of resource, I need some kind of system, I need a blueprint. And if people would just recognize, hey, I already know what to do. Let's like stop all the momentum, all the doing, being busy and just say, okay, what is, what's the core action that's really going to move the needle in my life and my business? It's probably sales. It's probably having conversations, you know, doing the thing that we've been resisting for whatever reason. And then like go act, take action on that. And when you, when someone has a failure, like sit with that, sit with that pain. And then also recognize, well, it wasn't that bad. Like to have that conversation with ourselves, to like brush ourselves off and get back in it and stay in action, keep doing the things that people are resisting so much doing by keeping themselves busy and listening to so much information outside of themselves. Yeah. For me, I, I got so good at just tuning stuff out. Hmm. Just, I just, the, the first time a competitor wrote a bad review, I was shocked. I hmm. couldn't believe it. By the fifth time I was like, Oh, I was flattered. I, I like my, my mind was so elsewhere. Yeah. I was, I was driving to a friend's and my crew leader called me. You know, so, so-and-so was installing a fence next door to us uh, this morning. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And he goes, I think they just wrote a bad review about us. And they did. It's like, oh, cool. Well, we're still doing something, right? My, my mind was so on a different, I, it was nothing then. And I just, yeah, you just got to batten down the hatches and, and don't even, I don't even go on Facebook anymore. Mm. You know, I don't, I don't, I just don't know what's going out there. So, so at this phase, you're about getting your message out and doing more interviews. Why is that important to like show up and be an inspiration and share your story for you? As we start to, uh, you know, gain trajectory and, and I start, you know, I know, I know what it's like to go up against the big guy and win in, in my world, in the pet service world hmm. and to see and meet these, you know, small business owners who are so awesome and like so cool and they're so good at what they do and they're worth so much more than they think they are do you know what i mean like they're 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 war vets and they're they're you know a single parent and they're Mm. so they work so hard and for them all of a sudden like the tiniest little bit of correct business information that they implement just changes things overnight you know it's amazing to see and as, as I like talk to them and I, you know, uh, we're having these one-on-one, con- I find these, like all of a sudden these gold nuggets rising up that 
I learned over the years that, you know, do this, do this, do this. And all of a sudden, the following week, their businesses, they added a thousand, you know, 2000 from what they had the prior, you know, right. three thousand. So it's so cool to see that because so many people, they're, they're educated, they're good at what they do, but they're just, they just need the correct information to be a successful small business owner, you know? So would you say that misinformation is a big part of people's challenge? Uh, or not, not any information at all. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're, they're so obsessed with like, all right, this is, you know, in my world, the pet world, they're so good at, you know, they're grooming a dog or training a dog and, and all the little details and, and uh, fine points of that, that they, it's, it, they're so emotionally driven that if they would just go, okay, driving revenue is really important. Mm. You know, it, that's not greedy. That's not salesy. You need to drive revenue so that you have cash in your, in your gas tank so that you can grow your business, serve your clients at a higher level, start to bring people on, you know, and, and kind of replicate yourself doing the thing um, so that your business isn't going to run you. You're going to run your business. Hmm. What I'm hearing is people can get caught up in the minutia versus, you know, how can I go serve people? How can I add value? How can I really make a difference? Not focus on the paperwork. That stuff's important. But if people are constantly focusing on the paperwork, the website, the branding, instead of being out in the field doing the, the critical actions, then the progress is going to be minimal compared to, you know, what's the 20% of actions that get you 80% of the results? Yeah, you know, if, uh, I think list building is really important to do if you're trying to grow or, or just starting out. If you make a list of all of the revenue generating activities that you can do, you know, you know, passing out flyers, you know, adding a new page to your website, uh, going and joining a networking group, getting on a podcast, yeah. and you yeah. attach a, a dollar figure to each, um, or just sitting down and writing out systems, writing out an employee handbook. When you can spend a weekend, spend a Sunday, spend a whole winter building those systems and processes, yeah. that is where your business will grow the most. Because come Monday or come springtime, you're prepped, you're good to go, and you'll start to automate and delegate and, and build uh, an amazing customer experience for your customers, you know, and start driving referrals, start driving uh, revenue. Mm -hmm. And then at that point, you start raising your prices, yeah. uh, start bringing on higher level employees, and then you start, you start to be able to give back. You mentioned in the beginning, you were like really just owning your yourself right your own freedom your own time and um like feeling liberated feeling enlightened you said um when did it become important for you to start building relationships with a team and employees and outsourcing and delegating you know for me where i'm at now you know in software having a a team is like the thing that i'm geeking out on yeah. i my you know for me, sales and driving revenue is like, you know, the, the most important thing. But where I'm at now, having a team of high level people around you is is so important. And I used to want to pour into someone that I saw potential in mm. or, you know, maybe they came from a bad situation and I want to, you know, grow with them. Yep. 
I've been burned in the past where it was like, and I realized I don't have the time and energy mm. to do that with people. And so for me, I'm all about just connecting and teaming up with high level people, high level, cool professionals. And that's what I'm geeking out on. You know, that's the people you surround yourself with on a daily basis, just the residual effect of being around those people. Um, has been really powerful and, and uplifting. When did when did you discover that though? What was what was the point in your career and entrepreneurship that you're like, oh, the people I'm around really are going to make or break me? Well, I think relationships are important in every aspect. You know, when I had that that crazy growth period, you know, it was a combination of a lot of things, but there was a few key relationships that I I was able to make that man, they were worth literally tens of thousands of dollars, you know, just by going to one networking group a week. And and to this day, they're worth tens of thousands of dollars. Um, But, you know, having a good reputation is, is good. And, and as I start to go out into the pet world, you know, the successful people out there, they're successful for a reason. It it Mm -hmm. didn't happen by accident and just being cool with them and, and offering relevant value to them, um, you know, life is short and it feels cool to connect with them and, and work with them. And it opens up a lot of opportunities, you know? Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is gold, man. I love it. And for everyone watching, if you have any questions for Shane, let us know and uh, take a screenshot of this episode and tag us on Instagram at I am millionaire Chris. And for Shane, Shane Whalen 44. And uh, let us know that you're tuning into this. This is really, really powerful, man. Loving the conversation. And uh, I want to talk even more about team because this is great, great conversation. What do you look for? How do you vet people to make sure that they meet your standards? Um, you know, I, I think a cool metaphor I've been thinking about lately is, you know, do you, do you know who Wilt Chamberlain is? Yes. So Wilt Chamberlain, and I think this is a cool metaphor, you know, he was the guy who scored a hundred points in a game. He scored, he averaged 50 points a game for an entire season, like 20. He has like the craziest stats in the history of the game that will never be broken. He slept with 10,000 women, according to him. Like <laughs> he awesome. has... And he, he played with some of the all-time greats. He, he played with Jerry West. He played with Elgin Baylor. And he even he had his career high against his arch rival, Bill Russell. Mm. Bill Russell did not have the same crazy stats. And those two guys were very similar in position. They played in the same conference in the same era. Mm. Bill Russell's focus was, you know, was on his, his leadership mm. and his, his team culture. And being a good teammate, and Will Chamberlain, after after having this amazing, insane personal career, mm-hmm. at the end, and he played with some of the all time greats. At the end of it, he won two titles, and he and Wilt died alone and bitter and without the respect of his peers. Mm-hmm. Bill Russell retired with thirteen titles. I'm sorry, eleven titles. He won eleven titles in thirteen years. And he did not have the crazy stats, but when, you know, he had the respect of his peers, even today, he's still involved in the league. He doesn't have those crazy numbers, but for him, it was about the the group. Mm. Wilt's talent level, you know, if you were to rank that on a scale of one to 10, you know, yeah, he would, he could jump high and, and was strong and 
but his le- what was his leadership level on a scale of one to ten? What was his uh, his his team culture? What was his the tone that he set with his team was probably very low, you know. And he played with these great players, and so I think that's a good metaphor. From if you're the guy doing the work and you're in the field, it's so important to find people of, of high level character because I think talented people are are a dime a dozen. There's so many stinking talented people out there. But my real like epiphany lately is <clears throat> you'll find talented people, but when you can find people who have character that you feel mm-hmm. and that is real, that's what I'm geeking out on now. And especially mm-hmm. if it's high level character and high level talent, you know. What what are attributes of character that you look for? Specifics. Uh, authenticity, mm-hmm. realness. Um, they see the bigger picture. They integrity. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, that word sounds so uh, silly. You got to have integrity, but that is true. You know, yeah. being real and authentic, being cool with people, um, seeing the bigger pic- the ability to connect, the ability to not be so vanity driven and and, and self focused. Mm-hmm. You know. I think that's huge. It's beautiful. Beautiful, man. I love it. I also agree. Integrity is huge. Um, You know, really like being of service and leadership, how you're talking about with Russell, like really, how do I, how do I serve others? How do I make sure everyone feels like they're a part of this team feels like they're a winner, you know, and it's, it's, he may not have had the number one position of stats, and like what what is life like for him if someone's constantly on the treadmill of achievement like Wilt was um like is that really fulfilling is that really does that really create a, a juicy epic awesome extraordinary life you know but to me he did have the, the ultimate stat he had yeah. the 11 titles mm-hmm. he had he had the respect of his peers mm-hmm. he, and 11 titles to two that says it all right there, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, and to me that, that is the ultimate. And when people see that end goal, that's integrity mm-hmm. to see nonsense. Let, all right, let's do this. Let's work together and win. Man, I love it. I love it. So you're at this phase of building up uh, pet bitter and pet containment services. Tell us more about like the vision that you have for these companies and how you see yourself getting to those, those big goals. Well, um, it's really hard running two companies <laughs> and I've learned some lessons along the way. Like I was saying, you know, with, with who you bring on and that's all good stuff to go through. It, it's stuff I had to go through. And so, you know, for Pet Bitter, um, as we gain, you know, momentum and trajectory, it's so cool to see these businesses um, implement things. And man, these guys, some of them, they're, they're, they have, it's just them and they have a daughter and all of a sudden they have a weapon that helps them win. That, that's so cool. And I, I could geek out on that, but for us, just building out modules for, for the rest of the pet industry and, and fine tuning those and, you know, pet sitting, dog walking, dog training, um, you know, pet waste pickup, all that stuff. But our real bigger goal is, is connecting and integrating with 
with other softwares, uh, mm. with CRMs. You know, for us, we want to be the the sales and bidding tool on the front end of these of these businesses where they sell and 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 get more clients in, and then use use their CRM to do the work with you know invoicing and and scheduling and you know GPS tracking and all that stuff. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we're we're uh, we got some cool stuff coming up. Who do you have to become, Shane, to achieve those goals in the next five, 10 years? So my big epiphany lately, and I'm I'm just being really honest, you know, I come from a really blue collar, hardworking, you know, background. Mm -hmm. My my dad's a builder, you know, the way I was raised, seeing people on the internet, for me, feels very vanity driven. And I think for a while, or at least recently, I was very turned off by that. It just, for me, it it almost feels fraudulent in some ways. It feels very image driven. Mm. And I realized like, I want to be authentic. I want to be real. And I, I had a real epiphany of like, okay, you know how to work hard. You know how to dig deep. You, you need to work hard on, I hate the word marketer. Like I, it's, I hate that word, but you can still be who you are mm. and be an online person because mm. the skills that I've acquired and the things I've learned are super valuable to a lot of these businesses. And I, as I start to like connect with these guys and all of a sudden they're like, man, that is so good. Oh my gosh. That, you know, that's so cool. It's like, gosh, I just need to do that and dig deep. The same way that I used to spend 12 hours with the shovel, I need to spend 12 hours on on being an, an internet person, you know? Mm. Um, and that's been kind of my big uh, epiphany yeah. that if I want to do this, you know, it's just a part of the game, you know? Um, so that's where I'm at with that. And that's been, you know, with, with certain people out there where it's like, okay, you, I see them and I hear them talk. You can be not a not a vanity driven online entrepreneur because that was my that was my interpretation of that for a little bit. So. Dude, that's powerful. That's that's huge awareness. Like it's almost like this part that you were, let's say, disgusted by. Maybe not that deep of an emotion, but that's like uh, no, I'd say repulsed by. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, right. Like absolutely abhorred. Oh, like yeah. So you were yeah. you were really. What was that? I was, yeah, like for me, the things I value the most is just being genuine and authenticity and to, and to not see that out there. Hmm. It's just like, okay, that's, that's not who I want to be. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm just not. And so, but yeah, go ahead. With what yeah. You're yeah. Saying. So it's, it's really to be the example, to be the role model for you because you're so repulsed by that. Like that was, that was an aspect of you that like maybe you were kind of comfortable, so to speak, working your ass off with the shovel behind closed doors, you know, relating to people one-on-one being authentic, being the real you. And you recognize that like a next stage of evolution that may have been uncomfortable, or you saw other people kind of, uh, let's say abusing their power, abusing their position, abusing using this tool of social media, you're like, ah, I don't, I don't, I don't like that world. What's going on over there. I see it. It's kind of fake. 
but you recognize to make the biggest impact, to lead your company the most effectively, to really get great at marketing, promotion, getting the word out there, building a, a big brand, right? And being able to employ more people, being able to serve more companies, more customers, different things like that. Like you really get to expand your network and your ability to influence lots of people. And today's the, the day and age of social media and building a following, building an audience. So like you kind of have to master those skills if we really want to create the big biggest impact and legacy. Yeah. And for me, like any, the internet's the greatest invention of all time, you know, and it's such a valuable tool for, for entrepreneurs. But at the same time, the, 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 the keyboard warrior, the, the, the online tough guy is, it's so <laughs> prevalent now that me, it's like, it's, you know, I don't even pay attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's a couple people, uh, that I, I like, you know, um, but yeah. So to me, like the last four or five months, I, I'm so just like in my zone mm. and in my lane, you know, um, but yeah, having the, the epiphany that you can be the real authentic you and provide all the information that you've acquired and, and still be you still be authentic and real without being, you know, um, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious, is there a point of success, achievement, market domination that you will get to when you stop focusing on the pet industry and you'll go to a, a new industry or being more of a quote unquote influencer? There's so much opportunity out there, you know, and for me, I, I can't wait to just focus on software mm -hmm. and not, and not my service business, you know, um, Working with developers now and, you know, for, for years having employees who were out in the field and you pay them like an hourly rate, you know, to go from that to all of a sudden you're paying like a high level professional yeah. that you, you're a team, you collaborate mm. and you, you go through the, the missteps and steps of trying to do this new cool feature, this cool new thing. Cool ideas will never stop. That that's always going to happen. It's it's a matter of implementing them um, and and correctly doing them so that you provide value to your customers. Um, but yeah, man, it's a big world out there, you know. Yeah. So anything's possible. It is, man. It is. And it's interesting, like your journey of going from just working with the shovel, right? Like starting there, working your butt off. And then as time went on, like you became more of the leader. You really started focusing on these modern technologies, software, serving corporations, businesses, even more like it's interesting, your evolution. You know, I think it's it's really like you're keeping up with the times and making that a priority and then also owning your role as an influencer, as a thought leader, as a leader of online and building brands and things like that, which is cool, man. No, I, I appreciate it. You know, <laughs> I remember the first time you and me talked, you know, you, you're like, so what is your goal? I'm like, well, no, what is your goal? And then <laughs> like, I'm going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And I'm I'm like, you just, I'm like, that is awesome, man. He knows exactly <laughs> what he wants. He's, you know, he's, that was really cool. So thank you, man. Uh, that's when we connected. So yeah. do, you, do you get worn out doing these? It's a great question, man. I, uh, uh, I made a video, a video, like five, six part video thing on Instagram stories yesterday. 
And uh, it was basically saying, when someone asks me, what is my why? I was being inter- interviewed by Sean Douglas. And he asked me, what's your why? And I was like, bro, do you know what you just did? Do you know what you just unleashed? Like, I am going to use every freaking opportunity that I have to, like, take this microphone and channel my freaking soul through it so that it activates the people on the other side, the people who are listening, man. And so, yes, there's times where I don't like I don't feel like I gave my 100%. I don't feel like I gave my best, right? There's always criticism. There's always room for growth. And every time I step up in front of the microphone, every time I get on the camera, I'm like, dude, I'm going to let it rip. Like I am going to share with people who I am, what I'm up to, and like convey the enthusiasm, convey the energy. So I think that's that's one thing that there's there's people who get all hypey right like they just all they are is energy and like no substance um but i like being someone who's like logical and thinking things out and also bringing that energy with me and like the combination of the two is like so powerful i bring my heart and my head together integrated to be able to like really move people man and make a difference so as long as i'm connected with what I'm doing and how I'm doing it and why I'm doing it, which is to really inspire people to take bigger action, to dream bigger, to own their message, own their value that they're here to give in the world. I, I will never get tired of it, man. That's that's why I'm here. That's my gift. It's it's easy for me. It's easy for me to channel my love for life into people. Yeah, that's beautiful. You know, yeah, I, you know, I hope I did. I hope I did this right. This is like my second interview, but like I'm, I'm so bad at talking about myself. I, so I wish we would have talked a little bit more about you, and it just would have because like, <laughs> that was great. And you know, we kind of just add and flow. Yeah, um, yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah, and man, you might think that you're a high level entrepreneur, and then you might meet someone who's a really high level, and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, there's that guy, and man, there's, there's different levels, and it's. It's cool to see it all and experience it all. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. yeah. And, and dude, you came on to the 12-hour marathon to share your message. That's my responsibility here to have you shine, to have you show up as your best and have people find out about you. Like I'm selling, so to speak, each and every guest who comes on. And for my audience to say like, hmm, should I follow this person? Hmm, should I subscribe to this podcast? Like I want every single one to be a heck yes. Of course, not everyone will be. Not everyone is everyone's cup of tea, right? We all have our preferences, our values, and what's important to us. And for me, it's like, it, it's my duty. It's my soul's calling to give everything I've got to have you highlighted as the expert. And like, when I feel like chiming in, I will. And when I'm like, just, I'm, I'm so enthralled and curious about people and connecting with them. So that's why I love asking the questions, man, and really diving into your journey. Cause it's like yeah. it's super unique for our audience. We don't, I haven't interviewed too many people who are, you know, building the, the pet services industry, like none, <laughs> you know, nobody yet. Yeah, no, that's cool. And you know, gosh, I, I for me, my target audience isn't isn't your audience. You know, right. <laughs> I like I said I like interesting things and interesting people. You know, and gosh, I've had phone calls with friends that literally lasted like four or five hours, and it's we had such great conversations. And I'm like, man, if that was recorded and we maybe like trimmed it up and put it like that would have made a great podcast. Dude. And so Dude. doing things like this, I hope be, you know, end up becoming like really good you know, really good, just interactions that are valuable and uh, actionable. And so, um, yeah, man, I, that's why I want to, you know, come on stuff like that. Well, I, you know? I, I can, 
100% like assure you from what I've seen in my research and talking to so many people, if you have the feeling like, man, we just talked about so much gold, so much value, like we should have recorded that and delivered it to an audience, like that is the sign that you have a calling within you to build the platform, to build a place where people can come get the value. If you naturally are feeling like that was an a valuable conversation. It could have changed lives. It was so impactful. Like, dude, you, you're already set, surrounding yourself with the people who help you activate your greatest gifts to be able to impact the world in a bigger way. So yes, you're showing up on my platform, but I have a feeling, Shane, you're going to be creating your own platform, your own like ability to do what you want, when you want, have the type of people that you want on a show or whatever it might be, because like you value the, the interactions that you have and you want to be generous and serve people with that value. And I think that's really cool, man. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's great, man. So this is, I wish, awesome. would, I, I wish we would have let you talk a little bit more during that. Cause stop saying it. <laughs> no, now this is a good, now this is a good ebb and flow where it's like, you know, we can exchange value and laugh and you know, I'm terrible at talking, but I hate it. You know, even though I have real value to provide man, it's, it's hard for me, you know, well, this is your opportunity to get uncomfortable and own your value and own your celebrity status, Shane, because that's what you're creating. And that's what, that's what, you know, of course, being authentic and being real and being in integrity, delivering on what you said you would result. That is, of course, that's like number one. The second thing I think though, is really owning the value that you have, because when you own that, then you can talk to, you know, CEO of XYZ and say, Hey, listen, what we're doing is absolutely epic. You got to come be a part of it, you know? And so it's, it's different to do that in a private conversation than it is on an interview, but you definitely need to master both to make the biggest impact, man. You want to, you want people to follow you and, and get involved with you, whether they are directly involved with a deal or they just support what you're up to and they want to be a part of it. And they, they feed your vision energy. They feed a greater vision that serves as many people as possible energy. Cause that's, that's what creates movements, man. Yeah, for sure, man. That's that's beautiful. Well yeah. said. Yeah, dude. So, I love it. I love this how stuff. Many, how many interviews do you got left? Dude, I, this is what, 2 p.m.? We're, we're not even halfway through the day yet. <laughs> yeah. Fired up, baby. <laughs> yeah, you get, by, the, by the end, are you like, okay, this is so insane? Like, are you just burnt out? It's, it's definitely, I have to generate myself more. Right. Like I wouldn't say I let it get to the point where I'm like, oh, my God, my energy. So, no, like I am in control of my state. I'm in control of my presence and how I deliver. Right. It's like really I am at cause. I am totally empowered in this position and I'm going to be the leader, set the example and show people that it's possible because I'm I'm in the spotlight. Right. So if if I slouch, or if I slack off for even one second, people can notice it. People can feel it. And so I, I get to generate myself uh, for the rest of the day. So I think we got like four or five more interviews after you, man. But uh, I just I love bringing the intensity and I'm a curious like person. I love life and I love bringing that. So Shane, I want to wrap up with like a final piece of wisdom you want to give to our audience. What do you want to share with them, man? The, the pain that, you know, so much of life boils down to, you know, the way we interpret pain and, and, and life's hardships, you know, and just all, in all those moments, just think, what am I learning here? What is this test, you know, that I can dig deep on and, and learn and, and overcome? Because that's what so much of life boils down to, um, is, is overcoming 
in acquiring all of the things that you need to win in life. Mm. Mm. Man. Spoken like a true warrior. You're a freaking warrior, Shane. How do people stay connected with you? What do we want them to do next, brother? Uh, yeah, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, um, on Instagram, Facebook, you know, all of them. So Beautiful. And um, they can search you, Shane Whalen, and that's S-H-A-N-E-W-H-E-L-A-N. Shane Whalen and Shane, thank you so much for being here, man. I'm looking forward to many more conversations and seeing you grow, just being a part of it, man, and contributing. Uh, I have a couple of people I want to introduce you to who are uh, in the pet industry. And uh, I think that's, that's one of the most valuable things that we can do as well is like make those introductions and just say, hey, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how it's all going to work out, but talk See if there's anything. See if there's chemistry. See if there's connections and value sure. alignments, you know? For sure, man. All right. Well, I, I appreciate it, it hey. my friend. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. I appreciate you too, Shane. Have an amazing day, okay? We'll see you. All right, take care. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com, and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow, and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, Master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.